0: Today's episode of Quizmasters is sponsored by Mystical Mel's SMS Star Signs and Horoscopes. A daily dose of bullshit, funneled directly into your mobile inbox.
1: Thank you for subscribing to Mystical Mel's SMS Star Signs. Your star sign for today, Monday, 28th, January, 2013. As Mars straddles venus something desirable from your past will return this will lead to a dilemma the resolution of which is right in front of you as venus grows uncomfortable with mars's continued straddling of her remember even planets grow uncomfortable with heavy-handed sexual advances and sometimes it's better to stay in your own relative solar orbit text tomorrow for another mystical mel sms star sign
2: two people two messages one set of cryptic coordinates and on this cold january evening it brought us here
3: they weren't cryptic in fact they weren't even coordinates joe's message said meet at the grazing deer at 8 fairly candid if you ask me I recognise this pub.
2: I don't like change, and I don't like this place. Look at that Skinner at the bar. He's so racist, he'd probably deck you just for complimenting someone's tan.
3: He's not even looking this way. Stop prejudging.
2: And that girl over there. Never trust a girl who plays darts. That guy she's talking to, he'd better do right by her, or she'll be using it, you know, as a dartboard.
3: Stop being a snob. This place is fine. Look, there's an imitation brick wall behind the mic stand. Do you reckon we're finally going to get to see some of Joe's stand-up? She seemed pretty confident after her success last week.
2: There's also a picture round on each table with celebrities' faces replaced with pugs. Please welcome to the stage the one, the only, John Ormington! Uh,
4: it's Joe Normington. The clues and the breasts.
3: Which will it be? Comedy or a quiz? Hello,
4: ladies and gentlemen. This is the first time I've hosted a pub quiz, but don't you worry. I'm used to public speaking from my part-time career as a stand-up comedian. So, you're in safe hands. Or at least you would be if you slept with a harmless German man. Safe hands. He's careful. He's, he's called hands. You're in him? Is this thing on?
2: Just a quiz
5: then. Quizmasters by Aidan McCaffrey, Episode 4, The Worst You've Ever Had
0: <laughs> I'm glad we're here. I'm having fun.
1: Me too. I've never really done a blind date before.
0: Me neither. I usually spend Mondays at the Lamb doing a pub quiz with my friends. They're fun, but a bit neurotic and needy, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it's nice to take a break, hang out with someone well-balanced for a change.
1: I think there's a quiz happening here tonight. Look.
0: Please welcome to the stage the one, the only, John Ormington! Uh, it's John Ormington. The
4: clues and the breast. What the- Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time I've hosted a pub quiz but don't you worry, I'm used to public speaking from my part-time career as a stand-up comedian. So you're in safe hands, or at least you would be if you slept with a harmless German man. Safe hands, he's careful, he's, he's called hands, you're in him? Is this thing on?
1: Quiz starts in five. Oh, we're going to get some comedy, too. Hopefully something better than that, though. Do you want to go with the darts?
0: Uh, no, you have another go. Um, I'll be right back. Joe!
1: Ollie,
4: I thought you had a date tonight.
0: I do. Here.
4: What a coincidence.
0: It's not a coincidence. I said to you last week I'm going on a date at the Grazing Deer on Monday.
4: Of course. I was wondering where I got the idea of hosting the quiz here from.
0: you have to leave I can't perform with you here.
3: Joe, you're doing a quiz. Hello.
0: You're here too.
3: Nice to see you too, Ollie.
0: Guys, I'm on a date. You can't be here.
2: All the laws of physics would argue with that.
0: (sighs) Okay, I I can't ask you to leave, but please don't do anything embarrassing.
3: This coming from a man who got thrown off a dating website for being, in the words of the administrator, too single?
2: How long are you going to keep bringing that up?
3: Dunno. What's your life expectancy?
2: 77 for British men. I need to get back to Jenny. Don't cramp my style. I never had you pegged as a quizmaster, Joe.
3: Yeah, I thought
4: it would be good public speaking practice and a chance to row test some stand up material.
2: So I assume you've taken this sacred oath of quizmasters? What's that? You are kidding. What about the unspoken vow of the pub umpire? No. But you've had the impossible reckoning, right? The context cleansing? The naked humiliation? These are all vital steps in the road to becoming a fully fledged quizmaster. Are they? What about the self-flagellation of knowledge and shame? The communion of trivia and despair? The Magnus Magnus and Fact Body Probe?
4: Uh okay, I, I have to go and finish getting the quiz ready. Good luck!
2: Quizmaster. She probably didn't even do the self-immolation number one singles recital ritual.
3: Where shall we sit?
2: I don't know, everywhere looks rough. Oh no, that skinhead is coming towards me. Quick move. Please don't hurt me. I hate immigrants too. I always knew you were a
5: closet racist, Uh, Ian Taplow. No, it's you.
3: Your head. It's so shiny. Where's your hair?
5: We better sit down. It's a long story. You know, last week when I found out I had crabs, I've shaved off all my body hair to speed up the treatment. Actually, it's not that long a story.
3: Why speed up the treatment? Those topical ointments only take a week to work... Uh, so I've heard.
5: I want a pull tonight, but the ointment takes seven to ten days. This is day six. The eggs are laid in the hair, so I've shaved all my body hair off.
3: Niall, that's the stupidest idea you've had since you went to the life modelling class to meet uninhibited women. If I didn't think there was next to no chance of you scoring tonight, I would try and stop you. Uh, sorry to be harsh, this hasn't been your year for the pool. That's fine,
5: it's only January.
3: I meant the last twelve months. And the 27 years leading up to that weren't great either. All right.
2: And apologies for my alarm, Niall. This place is a bit rough. I I thought you were a racist thug.
3: Ian's a pub snob, it turns out.
2: Don't pretend you're not uncomfortable in here. You've been looking around suspiciously since we arrived too.
3: That's not why I'm looking around. I got some interesting news earlier. It's made me alert. What news? Apparently, something desirable for my past will return. And... It will create a dilemma.
2: And where did you hear this news?
3: A text. From? Now, don't mock me. I know you're both close-minded about these things. We
5: promise we won't mock you, Rose.
3: Mystical Mel's SMS horoscopes.
5: <coughs> you absolute Gary Gullible of Thicktown. Nile. Rose,
2: you don't seriously believe that stuff, do you? Signs and horoscopes, Uranus and shit.
3: Yes, and if something desirable for my past shows up tonight, I'll be having the last laugh. Anyway, that text horoscope shook me up.
5: Why? Was your phone set to vibrate?
3: So, to take my mind off it... I baked! Ta-da!
2: Wow, it's a cake. With a penis on it. In a prohibition sign.
3: This is my abstinence record cake. Tonight, I have beaten my previous record of two weeks without sex. Three weeks on the wagon and I didn't even sleep with the wagon driver. Want a piece?
5: I might wait until it's cut up enough so it doesn't look like I'm munching schlong. <laughs> is this particular John C.
2: Riley modelled on anyone in particular?
3: It's based on a guy I used to date called Simon Price. The best I've ever had.
5: How would you know him?
3: I met him in a pub near here, the hapless fawn.
5: Rose, this is the hapless fawn.
3: No, it's the grazing deer.
2: Fawns mature into deers. He means it was renovated and renamed.
3: I knew I recognised this place. But this is his local, he could be here! Oh, don't you see? This is what my star sign said! Oh, if he shows up, that's it for abstaining! And to think I baked this penis cake for nothing!
5: Not nothing.
2: While well, I don't believe this horoscope has any more factual weight than an issue of The 14 Times tattooed on a unicorn's back, I do practice teetotalism on quiz nights. So, if you like, I could give you some tips on self control in case Simon does show up.
3: You want to give me self-control tips? Yes. Remind me what Ollie's one condition of lending you money last week was.
2: Uh, actually, let's change the subject.
3: And then tell Niall what you've been doing every day since we last saw you. Oh, look, years.
2: Joe's about to start the quiz.
3: Don't change the subject, tell Niall.
2: I've been marathon pub quizzing. Or oh, marathon pub quizzing. Five pub quizzes in under a week. I now have £412 of the £500 I owe Ollie.
3: Which Ollie said he didn't want gambled back.
2: Pub quizzes aren't gambling.
3: A less egregious form of gambling, but you're still paying money to get more back.
2: What about tonight?
3: The deal from now on is you pay in, but we get your winnings. It's either that or you can't come here at all.
2: But Rose, I'm I'm so close to having all of Ollie's coin.
3: Self-control, Ian. Let's be in a position in two weeks when we're eating a cake that has a betting slip on it and not a giant wang.
2: Okay. I'm off to the bathroom.
3: We should get Joe to turn that TV off. Look, the big race is happening. We don't want Paddy Power over there getting any ideas.
5: Is this the advert break or the pre-race? I can't tell.
3: Uh, they've relaxed the rules on corporate sponsorship and horse racing, which is why all the jockeys look like F1 drivers. Joe, can you change the TV channel, please? We can't have Ian seeing it because of his problem. Good call.
0: Make no mistake, he's a fine stallion.
3: That's Seabiscuit. The documentary channel?
0: And coming up next the life and times of Frankie Dottori.
4: I'll try the kids channel.
0: I'm no regular farmyard animal.
4: I'm super horse. Is that even a show? Maybe just turn it off. Okay. I'm back. Hello everyone and welcome to the Grazing Deer pub quiz in week four of the Roman numeral year M-D-C-C-C-X-L-I-I...
2: or something. 1842.
4: A quick note before we start the quiz. This evening is being sponsored by Women's World, a fine charity that does a lot of good work raising money for victims of domestic violence here and around the world. So, even if you do hopelessly shit on the quiz, you can console yourself with the knowledge that you donated to something worthwhile, okay? Ready? Ready? First question. How often are incidents of domestic abuse reported to the police in the UK? I'll take really? the closest answer on this one.
2: I hope this isn't a thing quiz, Joe.
4: Don't worry, it's not. Good. We've also got questions on forced marriage, murder and sexual violence too. It is a broad
1: charity. Oh, That's tough, isn't it, Ollie? Not all incidents of abuse go reported, do they?
0: Mm. Oh, this is depressing. Maybe we should go back to playing darts.
1: Come on, it's for a good cause.
0: Sure, maybe it'll perk up.
4: Next, a kinky question on the world's oldest profession. I think we know what this is going to be, eh, boys? Can't beat a bit of blue on quiz night, can you? Oh, here, here. 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 Sex workers in the Horn of Africa are responsible for what percentage of the spread of AIDS in those countries? Take your time on this one.
0: Joe, a moment? Yes? Are all these questions going to be depressing?
4: Ollie, it's for charity. I won't lie though, they are pretty grim and the answers are even worse. But don't worry, I'll be sprucing up the quiz with my trademark mock zingers and gags. There's one coming up in fact. Watch. Next question. Again, on the prostitution theme. What do you get if a group of 19th century mineral prospectors have unprotected sex with a newly discovered deposit of kind-hearted prostitutes? A gold thrush? <clears throat>
2: That's not a question.
4: I know, it's a joke. Is it? Yeah, obviously. Anyway, on to the real question. Child Brides. Child Brides.
2: I don't know which is worse, the jokes are the questions.
4: According to the United Nations Population Fund, the number of girls married before the age of 15 is expected to double over the next decade. How many girls married before the age of 15 does the UNFPA expect there to be by 2020? Not to undermine
3: a good cause, but the questions are worse.
5: Well, as uplifting as this is, sex isn't going to have itself. I'm off to pull. Who tonight? Table four, Hindu hotties.
3: Don't they usually go to the lamb quiz? You know, I think they do. Hey, hey, that could be my in.
2: Good luck pulling a non-white skinhead Steve.
3: Niall, I can't allow you to do this. Your little friends might still be visiting?
5: Oh, they can't be. Look at me. I'm bolder than the love child of Patrick Stewart and Sinead O'Connor.
3: Those eggs could be latched onto the tiniest hair. I won't let you do it.
5: OK, look, I'll make it clear to her that I've had treatment, OK? And then she can make up her mind whether she wants to take the risk.
3: You think you can make out you've had treatment for crabs in the past week and still, pull?
5: Is my name Niall the Lady Lancer Addison? (laughs) No. You can't even pull when you're not crawling with lice.
2: What chance do you think you have? Watch and learn. I do admire your unshakable confidence.
5: Excuse me, don't I recognise you from The Lamb?
3: Perhaps. I usually do their Monday quiz. Do I know you?
5: I used to have hair.
3: Are you naturally bald?
5: No, I've, uh, I've been undergoing treatment.
3: Oh no, was it the C word?
5: Yep terrible affliction spread across me with the speed of a tweeted photo of a politician's genitals it did. I'm so sorry to hear that. I've heard the treatment's awful. It's not nice but it did the job in under a week too. That's remarkably fast. I'm a remarkably fast guy. You might wonder why I'm telling you this. I just want to be fully open about what you're getting involved with. I have a clean bill of health now and it made me realize you need to make the most of what you've got while you're still in good health. And that's why I want you to come home with me tonight. Are you bald everywhere? Shh. Spoilers. Let's get
3: out of this place. Sure. Did he mention the lice? I couldn't hear their conversation.
2: I heard the word treatment, so I guess so.
3: And she still went home with him? Up is down, down is up. Oh, uh, before
4: we carry on with the quiz, I just realised I forgot to announce the prize for tonight. The winning team will take home a £40 voucher to at what is undoubtedly the best Chinese restaurant in the SW12QF postcode. Gox Funky Wok. I guess you'll be playing to lose now, eh, Rose Kettering? What? I don't know what you mean. She knows, as does Ed Miller's bedsheets. She'll be
3: donating her prize if she wins, people. For the record, whole pub of people who I don't know, she's making stuff up. I don't do that sort of thing. I'm abstinent. And this cake I made is a symbol of that fact.
2: What the cake with a big cock on it?
3: The big cock is in a prohibition sign. This rose is unsoiled.
2: Who's Ed Miller? And what is Gox Funky walk even a thing? His-
3: no one it's nothing. Uh, forget it. um a subject change. Uh, I wonder how Ollie's date is going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty hysterical
1: so so your friend really believed Hodgkin's lymphoma was a band and not a cancer.
0: <laughs> yeah, he even said so the band named themselves after the cancer.
1: oh god that's <laughs> <they're> too funny <laughs> I'm having fun, Ollie.
0: yeah. And me too.
4: Next question. The state-enforced subjugation of women in Islamic countries. How far below the global average is the percentage of women in the Iranian parliament? No. Is it 5%, 50%, 25% or 35%? Oh.
0: <sighs> I'll be right back. Joe, another word? What's up? I've got a positive vibe going on with this girl over here, but your world-depressing organisation book of facts is bringing the mood down. Can't you change the questions to a different subject you know about?
4: I could do a quiz based on my university degree, but that would be boring as opposed to just depressing. Which would you prefer, dull or dark?
0: You went to uni? Yeah. Really?
4: Yeah, where do you think I was between 2006 and 9?
0: Getting hammered? Apart from that. Joke. the quiz.
4: Oh yeah, don't worry about the mood. I've got a joke coming up. It's one of those death by Mau Mau in the African jungle type jokes. Mm,
0: well, as, as long as it's not preceded by a question about domestic violence in the Congo or something.
4: Oh, I should probably change the question order then. Why are you putting all this on me anyway? It's your date. Maybe you should crack some jokes.
0: <sighs> okay, let's make a deal. I'll do my part and crack a joke or two while you make the questions a bit more fun.
4: Deal. I've got a way I can give the next question a light pop culture lilt. Thank you. Next question. According to the popular advertising slogan, Um umbongo is the preferred drink of choice in the Congo. And who doesn't remember that zany ad campaign? (laughs) But according to recent images survey, what fraction of men in the Democratic Republic of the Congo have admitted to committing sexual violence? Is it a third? A fourth?
3: Or a fifth?
0: I don't want to be insensitive to your depressing quiz. Sorry, charity quiz. But do you mind if we put the TV on? I just want to see the big race.
4: Um, sure. Jude, can you put the sports channel on, please?
0: Sorry, Ian. And the jockeys are warming up for the race, which is due to start in just a few minutes.
3: Are you going to be okay, Ian?
2: Rose, did I ever tell you what the S in ENS Taplow stood for? Self-control. It'll take more than some horse race drowned in OTT corporate sponsorship to get me back at the bookies.
3: Ollie told me the S stood for Cheyenne.
2: It's a unisex name.
3: Ooh, a new customer.
4: Hello. If uh, you wish to take part in the quiz, please put a pound on the jar.
3: All money raised goes to women's world. Oh, my God, it's him. Simon Price, the best I've ever had. Oh, I knew he'd show up. I should have heeded that horoscope warning and stayed in tonight.
0: What horoscope warning?
3: My star sign said, as Mars straddles Venus, something desirable from your past will return. This will lead to a dilemma, the resolution to which is right in front of you. Where's your date?
2: Oh, in the bathroom. That star sign contains more horse shit than the stables on that TV screen.
3: If you want to close your eyes and ears to the universe, Ian, do. But the evidence is over there just waiting to make all my hair stand on and like sexually stimulated meerkats. Oh, that star sign was the universe sending me a message.
2: The universe isn't speaking to you, Rose. Except maybe to say, don't be surprised if you get a hefty phone bill at the end of...
3: End of what? Ian, at the end of what?
2: Rose, something incredible is happening. The universe is sending me a message.
3: Oh, stop mocking me. I'm
2: not. It's right in front of me and it's crystal clear.
3: Really? I told you, cosmic power. What does the message say?
2: It says, Ian, just do it, and it's on that TV now.
0: And here we have the Nike-sponsored horse, Ian. The jockey, of course, bearing Nike's slogan, just do it. Nike have amusingly claimed that they picked the horse, Ian, for the acronym, I am Nike.
3: Ian, I take back everything I said. The universe is a mute and isn't trying to tell us anything. It's definitely not a mystical courier service. It's just a big ball of stars and chaos.
2: Rose, I'm going to tell you something, and I hope you never forget it. The universe isn't a ball. It's donut-shaped.
3: Donut-shaped? What does that mean? Ollie? Ian? Where are you going?
2: Uh, My date?
0: Let's make a phone call.
1: Ian, no! Did you see that woman chase a man into the toilet?
0: Uh, Yeah, that was Ian and Rose, uh, some friends of mine. She's trying to stop him from making a bet on the big race.
1: Ah. Perhaps we should invite them to join us when they return?
0: We could. I'm happy to leave it as us, though, if you are. I am. You're holding my hand.
1: I know. Next question. In
4: 2010, which country had the most police-recorded rape offences? Was it Mexico or England?
0: And you let go of my hand.
1: This quiz is a downer. Uh,
0: I've got a joke in response to the last question. uh, You might say, as a country, we English have the lead in rape statistics because of our rapier wit. Rapier? Because we rape more? Wit?
1: Do you think that's funny?
0: Yes. No, Uh, I don't
1: know. Do you? (laughs) I'm going to go. It was nice, Ollie. What? But three seconds ago, we were holding hands. Three seconds ago, you weren't making jokes about rape. How do you know me or someone I love hasn't been raped?
0: Because statistically, I reckon Mexico has the edge.
1: Wow. Bye.
0: No, come back. That joke was ironic satire. I don't think rape is funny.
4: Rape isn't funny, Ollie. Have you learnt nothing from today's quiz? You
0: told me to make a joke. How about... I'm going to weep.
4: Okay, next joke! Where do AIDS-ridden celebrities go for dinner in London's West End? The HIV! (laughs) Nothing.
5: Hey Niall. If someone said to you, the C word, what would you think that meant? Ceremony? As in wedding ceremony. What about you? Cancer. You as well?
2: Uh, No, that's my star sign. I'm thinking maybe there's more to this mystical horoscope stuff than I initially thought, depending on the outcome of this race, of course. Niall, where's your hair? I lost it to a C word. Hang on, Ian, what do you mean the outcome of this race? Ollie, my good friend, you'll be pleased to know that you shall have the £500 I owe you very shortly. Ian, I said no gambling.
3: He just locked himself in the bathroom and bet £412 on this race.
2: The universe spoke to me.
4: I see the big race is far more interesting to people than a quiz to combat the global pandemic that is domestic violence. I would shout over the top of it, but I don't want to make my voice too hoarse. Horse? Like those horses there? It's not like we can stop the quiz. Domestic violence rates are hardly stable. No. Like a horse is stable? Seriously, I think we need a new mic.
0: Ah, uh, shut up, it's a bit to start. And they're off. War Crimes Tribunal is off to a good start, followed closely by Barking Pin Nukes. Defaced
2: Gravestone overtakes Ian the Wonder Horse coming up behind testicular portitude. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. Read the back of the man riding you's jacket. It says it there. Just do it. No, no, don't just do 8th place. Just do it means just win. No, not 13th place either. That's also not just doing it. No, it's all going wrong. The it in just do it doesn't mean lose. It means... It means... Tribunal wins the race, edging Rachel Whimsy into
0: second, with Psoriasis assignment, who was all over testicular fortitude in the final furlong, coming in a surprising
2: third. And I finished last. Well, well, this is embarrassing. Where's my £500, Ian? It's in the bank of Mr William Hill. Sorry. You twat.
4: Now the excitement of the big race is over, maybe we can get back to the quiz?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sure.
4: Uh, new customer, man. I forgot to say when you entered, the prize for tonight is Vouchers for Gox Funky Wok, the best Chinese restaurant in SW12QF postal area, and it's all to play for, especially as I can think of one lady in here who won't be wanting
3: to dine there. Joe, stop it!
4: Sorry, couldn't resist.
3: Great, and now I've drawn attention to myself. Simon has seen me.
5: Just ignore him.
3: I can't, he's now ignoring me.
5: Then that's good.
3: No, this is what he does. He knows I'll go to him. then
0: don't. What happened at Gox Funky Walk?
3: Is this the history of Rose's shame night or something? If you must know, I was on a date. I foolishly went for the all-you-can-eat option and later attempted to engage in physical relations on a full stomach, and it wasn't a dignified experience. There were... emissions, and not the good kind. Happy?
5: No. So you can't do it on a full stomach?
3: Uh, can anyone?
0: Rose! That's the answer. The star sign said the resolution is right in front of you.
3: The only thing in front of me is this cake, which I've self-defeatingly adorned with a sugary vestige of the dong of the man I'm trying not to think about. Unless... of course! If I gorge on the cake, I'll be too full to fornicate. It's like a saucy limerick. Ollie, pass me a spoon! It's time to gorge. Mm. See you? Star signs aren't rubbish.
2: All that's come of that stupid horoscope is a likely diabetes diagnosis.
3: Needs must. It's
5: not the first time she's had a mouthful of cock, but it is the first time she's had to pick raisins from it.
3: It's not. I once dated a guy with a dried fruit fetish.
5: How many dates did he last?
3: He'd usually climax at the sight of just one. Next,
4: the picture round. If you'll all find the picture sheet I've left on your tables.
2: Hmm. The pug-faced celebrities. Perhaps something like to break up the misery? Ian, you've been to five
5: pub quizzes this week. Does this rate as the most depressing?
2: Yes, but not the most depressing ever. I recently went to one themed on famous suicides. The quizmaster actually tried to kill himself during the quiz. Jesus, do you know why? No, the emergency services took his suicide note. It left a lot of unanswered questions. You mean they never found out why he did it? Uh, oh, no, I meant the suicide note was written on the back of the answer sheet, so our quiz papers went unmarked. I never did find out the name of Van Gogh's last painting.
4: On the sheets in front of you are ten pictures of celebrity women, and as you can see, I've replaced their faces with rather amusing images of pugs, the most scrunchy-faced of the canine genus. See? It's not all doom and domestic gloom tonight, Ollie. Name each celebrity for a point.
5: Well, finally, some fun!
4: The link is that each celebrity woman has been reported to be a victim of marital violence. Mm.
2: And I stand corrected. This is the most depressing quiz I've ever been to.
3: Ah, oh, finished. I think I'm going to be sick.
5: That was episode four of Quizmasters, written by Aidan McCaffrey starring Ben Cordry as Ian, Esther Eden as Rose, Scott Joseph as Ollie, Aidan McCaffrey as Niall, and Sarah Summer Rae as Joe. Other parts were played by Jack Thompson, Emma York, Emma Turner, and members of the cast. Music by James Hall. It was produced by Ben Cordry.
2: Oh, Gok's funky what was a good idea. Despite it being a reminder that we didn't actually win the right to dine there for free.
3: Ian, I've decided to give up that text horoscope service. Oh, good. As I've found something better.
2: You ordered five fortune cookies?
3: Yes. Thanks, Gok. Oh,
2: great. More cosmic tosh. Mine says, In war, beware the return of the king. Oh, great. The universe is giving me blockbuster rental tips, apparently.
5: I agree. Distrust any film that has nine endings. Mine says the end of the ring is not the end of your quest. Are these promotional Lord of the Rings fortune cookies or something? What's yours, Rose? Don't bed hobbits.
3: It says, don't deny the star of faith or its namesake. Cryptic. Ollie?
0: Um, The thief will take anything but your heart. I'm pretty desperate right now. I'll take a thief as long as she's a keen home cook.
4: Career success contest friendship. Well, I have no career success, just bad puns and bad quizzes, so that's not an issue. Uh, this is when you all say, no, the puns were great, Joe. You were a great quiz master.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Seriously, Joe, the quiz was really depressing. Really, really depressing.
1: I have
3: cake sick on me.